this is Rob Pau and today in Turbo Talk we're talking to Sepp Koes of Team Jumbo Visma about his stage win in the Tour de France. Welcome back to the Turbo Talks podcast. We are two weeks into a Tour de France full of stages for the ages. After two weeks of racing in which we've seen emotional victories, heartbreaking crashes, freezing cold rain causing hypothermia and a beaming sun causing heat strokes. It was an American rider who could honestly say it is coming home after the first mountain stage in the Pyrenees. The first American stage victory in 10 years time and on his own training roads. Time to hear all about it from the winner of stage 15, Sepp Koes of Team Jumbo Visma. Welcome Sepp, thanks for joining us, congratulations, how are you? Thanks, Rob. Thanks for, for having me. Uh, I'm doing well, enjoying, uh, thoroughly enjoying uh, a rest day after yesterday. So, uh, yeah, everything's going well so far. <laughs> Has it sunk in yet? What happened yesterday? Uh, little by little, it's uh, slowly sinking in. But, uh, yeah, I still try and uh, stay calm and... Uh, just enjoy the moment and, and I have to say now I'm, I'm really relaxed I'm really confident and I'm looking forward to the to the rest of the race so um, yeah a lot of lot of excitement a lot of emotions but uh, yeah just an incredible day <laughs> I understand that people from from Boulder Colorado are often pretty relaxed so, so for you uh, to stay relaxed <laughs> as well that's then pretty easy or not <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I'm I'm pretty pretty relaxed normally. Um, you know, I I don't get too worked up about much. So, uh, yeah, for sure, uh, cycling and 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 the the tour. There's there's a lot of uh, situations with with pressure and stress. But uh, if if I can do my best to make those a bit uh, more even, then then it's uh, a bit easier for me. Has there been a bit of a celebration last night? Yeah, yeah, we had a good celebration. We uh, had a nice toast with with all the team, all the staff, and uh, we had some some nice uh, Mexican food that our chefs made. So couldn't have been better. <laughs> there you go. And uh, yeah, I already mentioned it was on your own training roads, kind of that victory. Um, did you manage to sneak home? <laughs> no, no, I, I had to stay stay in the bubble. But um, I, I passed by my, my apartment uh, with like uh, 40Ks to go, 30K to go maybe. So uh, it, was, it was fun to be in, uh, be in a home situation. And obviously a, a lot of support from, uh, from your girlfriend and her family on that, on that final climb. Tell us about it. Like you knew exactly where they were? Yeah, I knew um, she sent me a pin of, of their location just uh, just before the start. So I knew um, more or less where they were going to be. I, I wasn't planning on uh, uh, attacking at that point or anything, but uh, for sure I wanted to, to uh, put on some sh sort of show for them to uh, <laughs> get excited about. So, so how long had you been targeting this stage or maybe maybe it started with dreaming off and since when did it become like a certain targeting of the stage um yeah actually in in the beginning i i saw the stage and i thought oh it's it's a decent stage but i know there's so many uh 
so many climbs, so many mountains in Andorra. I thought, oh, why didn't they do more, <laughs> more climbs in Andorra to make it a really, really hard stage? But uh, for sure, yesterday was hard enough, and and the Vecelis is is one of the harder climbs in in Andorra. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't plan on anything really. I think just the days before, uh, given that we we could still go for some stages. Uh, I thought it'd be a good day for the breakaway and um, uh, I, I was motivated because I knew the roads and I knew that I w- there would be a lot of familiar faces on the side of the road cheering me on. And, and what was it? What was the feeling that you woke up with yesterday? Can you talk us for a day? You're getting out of bed and then how do the legs feel? <laughs> uh, I woke up and, you know, checked the phone tried to sort through some messages, things like that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just tried to have a, a calm morning. I think when it's, uh, so much going through your head and, and so much excitement in the race, it's nice to just really, uh, take the time and unwind. Uh, but, uh, the legs were, were tired, but we went on a little spin this morning and I actually felt okay. I think just from, how much uh, good energy I, I had from from the day yesterday, and uh, yeah, when when you when you have an experience like that, it's it's hard to feel uh, bad, I guess. And, and amongst all those messages that uh, that your phone that was blowing up, uh, what was the most original messages or most unexpected messages that came in? Um, oh, it's hard to say. I, I think from my a lot from my friends from university, they were sending me uh, like embarrassing videos of, <laughs> of stuff I've done, uh, <laughs> you know, out drinking or things like that. And, uh, you know, things like that, that uh, from, from the, from your friends and the loved ones of, you know, just memories you have together. And, and it, it reminds you how, uh, how far you've come, but also, uh, just to keep being being yourself and enjoying life. So, so how big is the stage win? How is it being perceived in the States? Oh, I think everybody seems to be pretty excited about it in the U.S. Um, yeah, I, I guess it's been the first stage win in the tour in, in quite a while. So uh, it's, it's nice to be part of that. And um, yeah, I, I hope people people continue to be excited about it and, and about cycling. Um, yeah, we have a lot of really good riders, uh, younger guys in the U.S. right now. And, and I think the future is looking really good for, for U.S. cycling. And, and can you talk us a bit, uh, talk a, a little bit about yesterday and how that day went? Um, because you said before, maybe it didn't feel like great yet this, this Tour de France. When was the first moment that you thought, oh, I'm actually feeling the great sensations in the legs? Uh, I think when we started going up the Envalira, the the highest uh, climb of the day, uh, there were there were some attacks, and I could I could follow pretty easily, and it was some nice uh, thin mountain air, which which I know I can do well in usually. So I thought, oh, I I think the the legs are here. I I, I really want to want to go for it. And, um, also the, the last climb, it's, it's a climb that, that suits me really well. It's, it's really steep. 
and uh, it's a climb you you just uh, go all out on, and you can make a difference. So uh, that gave me confidence. But um, yeah, before in in the mountain stages, I was really not feeling uh, like myself. So it, it it takes a little while to get the the confidence back. But uh, I I just had to remind myself that that I was in good shape and and uh, that I needed to uh, believe in myself. Did you think like the, the weather played a role in that earlier on in this Tour de France as well? Yeah, for sure. I, I don't really like the, <laughs> the cold and rain. Uh, it's uh, something I need to improve in, but it, it's not my favorite condition. I'd much rather have it be 40 degrees uh, and sun than, <laughs> than uh, cold and rainy. So, um, yeah, I definitely suffered in the, in the Alps. Did you notice that around you as well from, from other riders? Like some are just w way worse off than others? Or Yeah, some guys uh, I know are, are really good when the, it's bad conditions. And then other guys, uh, you know, are, are even worse than me <laughs> when it's cold and rainy. They they just can't even move anymore. So it's it's interesting to see because I guess normally in the tour, you, you have pretty warm, warm weather. And uh, it was a, it was a big shock to the the system to have uh, those those really cold days in the, in the Alps. And now you might go back, I think, again to a bit of cooler temperatures, maybe from tomorrow on. Yeah, yeah, it looks like maybe a bit of bit of rain, so we'll see. <laughs> Another shock to the system again. Yeah, yeah, ups and downs. <laughs> so, so if you look at like those first two weeks of the Tour de France, and if you compare it to other Grand Tours that you've done so far, like like how does it compare in terms of like how hard it was? Oh, it's been really hard. Um, I'd, I'd compare it almost more to like uh, a Vuelta because there there's really uh, a lot of attacking every stage, uh, always taking a long time for the break to, to go away. And um, yeah, you, you feel the, the first week a lot. There weren't many stages where you were just pedaling easy. There was always some, something to make the race really hard or really stressful. So uh, I think the, the first, first nine days were uh, extremely hard physically and mentally. And, and now for the upcoming days, you know what's coming. Do you know the, the other stages in the Pyrenees? You know them quite as the back of your hand as well? Uh, these stages, I don't actually. Um, there'll be new roads for me. Um, I've never gone that far into the Pyrenees. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what it's like. Because uh, you probably didn't need your Garmin in the map uh, for yesterday's stage, but, but you might, <laughs> so you might need them in the next stages then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> So, so what, what can we expect from you in the, in the next stages and maybe from the rest of the team as well? Is there still a combination of, like yesterday, you had three guys in the break going for that stage victory and Jonas uh, still sitting pretty in the GC group. Are, are we going to see the same of that or is it going to be a more of a focus now staying with Jonas as well? Or? Uh, I think uh, for myself, I, I really just want to stay with Jonas um, and help him. Um, I'm, I'm more than happy with, with the stage wins so um and i i really want to help Jonas in the in the third week uh help him as much as possible and uh because i think if if we can do something with him in the end it would be really really special 
um, to what's already been a, a really good tour for us with considering the, the circumstances. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know what the overall team plan will be, but, but for myself, I'll, I'll, I'll be with, with Jonas. Yeah, you already mentioned, obviously, not the easiest tour the way it started. Uh, losing Primoz, you, lo- you lost Robert and you lost Tony as well. How did you guys bounce back from that? Oh, I think we, you know, it was uh, a hard uh, mentally, but we we all knew that we were, were the rest of us that were left in the race. We knew we were really strong and we knew that we worked hard to to get to where we were and, and it would be a shame to just, uh, let that all go because, because of bad luck. Um, so we, we knew we had to do the race differently and, and find new goals. I think that helps, you know, you always need something to, to focus on and be motivated for, for a, a grand tour, because if you're just riding through each stage without a, any purpose, then it's, it's even harder. So, um, yeah, we just, knew we had to approach the race in a different way was it easy easy for you to like to turn that switch or did it take you a couple of days or yeah it was easy for me i mean starting the race i was really motivated to help primos and uh you know do do similar to to last year but then um yeah when it when it wasn't realistic anymore for him to uh fight for the gc or or even stay in the race um i knew that that i still had to look on the bright side and and uh just um you know take advantage of of doing the race in a in a different way and you certainly done that uh i had a quick look at your at your strava file from yesterday there were a lot of uh, a lot of comms king of the mountains uh, is there <laughs> a top speed of 98.6 not bad. <laughs> not, not bad, not bad. Um, how, how did the descent feel? Because that descent looked like it was just straight down and just flying. Yeah, really fast. Um, it was an interesting day because it was super, super windy with big wind gusts. And normally it's it's never that windy, especially in, in summer. Um, and in, in the valley, we had quite a bit of headwind, but... Um, yeah, the descent of the Envelera, it's it's like uh, high altitude and you just fly through the fly through the air and then all of a sudden the wind is hitting you on the on the side. Um, and, and before that, it was just really hot. And uh, yeah, it was a long day. And, and, so, and then you came to the finish line and then you threw away your uh, your glasses. So th- th- was there a visit from the sponsor today to give you a new set? <laughs> no, well, I I knew I had a few extras in my suitcase, so I I said these ones I can uh, I can give away to to somebody. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll see I'll see the mattress behind you. Um, probably taking taking with you everywhere during this uh, Tour de France. Oh yeah, um, yep. A decent amount of time spent on there today. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah some some napping maybe and just uh trying to relax as much as possible so, so how do you usually relax like in the tour de france even like after stages do you watch something do you read something or um usually i i just kind of read the the news for the day um yeah call my girlfriend nothing nothing too much i think overall it's just nice to have 
just a moment to yourself sometime after so much chaos and uh, hurrying around during the day. Is there uh, is there enough moments for yourself? Are you sharing the room? No, we we have individual rooms actually, so it's uh, during the whole tour. Pretty, yeah, yeah. Wow, luxury position to be in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I think uh, we, we're slowly gonna gonna wrap it up and leave you uh, to spend some more time on that on that mattress. Um, <laughs> so, any any predictions for the upcoming stages for uh, what's going to be the final podium in Paris? Oh, I I think uh, Jonas is is riding super strong. He's he's only getting better each day. So um, for sure, we're gonna do the best possible with him. Um, but I I think uh, yeah, Pogacar has has a still a really good gap but all the the other guys close to the podium are all look uh strong so it's it's gonna be uh a bit of a tactical game but uh yeah we'll see if we can do something in the, in the mountain stages there's nothing to uh nothing to lose and, and nothing to be afraid of have you had a look at the, at the upcoming stages what would be the best day for it um yeah i think the cold uh for that and um also the stage to lose our event i think it's a shorter stage so uh yeah short stage last mountain stage for sure it's gonna be uh all in so that that could also be some differences people going uh uh with nothing to lose so it does, does almost sound that there isn't even room for a breakaway anymore in the mountains. You may have had the last one. Or maybe tomorrow, but... Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I think, um, yeah, for me, it'll it'll be nice just to focus on staying with, with the, the GC guys and uh, not have to worry about jumping to a certain breakaway. And they're also really flat starts, so it's it's hard. It's a bit of a lottery. And you had a good lottery ticket yesterday. <laughs> yeah you always you always need some luck <laughs> <laughs> all right well congratulations uh, once again on that incredible stage win yesterday and uh, good luck for the rest of the tour thanks very much rob all right thanks for your time appreciate it hey no problem all right that was it with the winner of stage 15 of this year's tour de france make sure you keep following uh, sep on his way to paris uh, share this podcast with your cycling friends and in the meantime just do what team jumbo visma also did when things didn't go their way earlier on in this tour de france never stop cycling this was rob out with sep Koos of team jumbo visma stay tuned for the next turbo talks